If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. What up, what's happening, man? It's the big dog Tom G, man. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You already know. All right, so we got my boy Tom G back on Off the Porch with us one more time, man. My dog. Yes, sir. What's going on with it? Welcome back, bro. Appreciate you having me, brother. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. How you feeling today? I can't complain, bro. Just grinding, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. dig that, man. Steady moving my feet, you feel me? Steady getting to it. You know, it's all about progressing at the end of the day. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You know, yeah, that's man. my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Just progression, you feel me? As long as we're moving in the right direction, then you know what I'm saying? We good. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, man? You got anything else planned? Uh, Well, I came up here, uh, you know, to see you first and foremost. And then, you know, I've been doing some running around. Fam, you got the uh, the Be Out Festival today. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it's almost like a uh, like classic, you know what I'm saying? Like the like homecoming in, in Tallahassee. Yeah. But it's in Atlanta, though. I don't know. It's, it's crazy down there, bro. I'm talking about it's swole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what, I was kind of late to your uh, interview because <laughs> it was swagging so hard, bro. I'm sure that shit was wild, man. I know how they like to party down there, man, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, they partying for real, like real fam, you fashion, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it make you think you in Tallahassee, you know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, so first off, man, we'll kick it off. You know, talk about these water gun wars. You've been going crazy down in Tampa with these shits, Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, man. You know, the water gun wars, man, I kind of, you know what I'm saying? I ain't started. Rest in peace, trouble. I, I kind of... Got the idea from bruh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, when I seen bruh doing the big water gun thing, you know, for Atlanta, and he was doing it to kind of like, you know what I'm saying, make his city, you know, let their hair down and uh, kind of put people in the mode where, you know, we can enjoy ourselves, we ain't got to be beefing, you know what I'm saying? And if we're going to pick up any type of gun, let's do it with a water gun, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of piggybacked off that and brought it down to my city, you feel me? And like, we've been doing it like four summers straight now, you feel me? <laughs> like, I just... I randomly like, you know, and that's why my city love me like they love me, bro, because I don't disconnect myself, you know, even with all the success that I didn't obtain, you know what I'm saying, coming from Tampa, I don't disconnect myself from the people. Like, I still mm -hmm. jump out on you with a water gun, bro, at the <laughs> corner store and chase y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I had that type of fun, you feel me? Absolutely. So, like, that's why, and people know that, like, they, they, they embrace that, you know what I'm saying? Because not, not every rapper from, you know, they city can even move like that to even yeah. do mm -hmm. something like that, you know Real what I'm saying? Shit, man. Yeah. You, you so we did it to come, you know, to combat the gun violence. And, you know, like I say, man, you know, make the city let their hair down. We got all type of hoods coming out to the park at one time that normally probably would be beefing or have some type of smoke. Well, we going to settle it like this. You know what I'm saying? Only smoke, only smoke we really had was cover cats came with them um with them damn jail guns and little jail blasters nah, <laughs> really kid. yeah you gonna start a fight with that shit, they was cheating. <laughs> yeah but it was a real success man you know what i'm saying shout out to everybody that came out man the whole community supported it we gave out free food to the kids you know what i'm saying because what, what i did was i started it i started i got the hype going by going through the different neighborhoods and spraying niggas up yeah. with the water gun so it'll make them come look for me you know what i'm saying so now they like, oh, you know what I'm saying, bitch, we finna go load up, bitch, we got Walmart, Target, all them, they running out of water guns, I got the whole city buying water guns, you know what I'm saying? They coming looking for me, but they can't find me. 
So, so when I pop out, it's at the actual finale event that we did at the park. Yeah. So it make everybody got to come to the park because y'all got to come catch me at the park. You know they, what I'm saying? They got to get their lick back. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you was going viral on this. You had grandma pulling up on yeah. you, man. That shit yeah. was everywhere. Yeah, grandma bro. pulled up on me, man, with that action, bro. Grandma was by her issue, wasn't it? <laughs> that shit almost got a million views on my page, too, on my reels. God damn. Yeah, that shit went crazy, That's man. wild, man. Yeah. No, I salute you for doing that because, you know, I know you always been big at giving back to the community too, man. Yeah. Always reaching back and helping people out, man. Yeah, I always had that giving spirit, bro. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Just, it ain't about me for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I always been the type of person, as long as I'm maintaining, I'm good. I give, you know, a person uh, the shirt off my back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I am. So yeah. anything that I can do, you know, to keep my community moving forward in the right direction, bro, I'm all for it. And you know what I'm saying? I was even, uh, you know, in the streets at one point to where, you know, I had a lot of shit going on, you know, due to the people that I was hanging around and the influences I was around. We had smoke in the streets and, you know what I'm saying, just my affiliation with my hood and shit like that. So I done been through all that where it was, you know, it was, it was, but it was not bad as it is now as far as the gun violence is oh, concerned. Yeah. See, we used to fight back then. Uh, somebody might get hit with a, a bat or something like that. Uh, if, if a gun was pulled out, you know, when we was jits, it was to shoot in the air to get niggas off you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they break up the fight. But now they they chipping shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I'm just trying to do what I can do on my end to kind of like slow that shit down. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Do, do you feel like people are scared of an ass whooping these days? And that's mm -hmm. why they pulling out instead of putting their hands up? For one, niggas scared of ass whooping. And on top of that, you got to think. Every time something finna go down, a phone come out, right? So if I'm a scary ass nigga or if I'm a type of nigga that can't take no ass whooping or even want a chance to get an ass whooping in front of this crowd with these phones and it's gonna go viral. I'd rather just, speaking from Nate's standpoint, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. this is what I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? They probably just rather whip out the fire and defend themselves like that and just get that type of rip. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, social media definitely changed. Yeah. You know, that, that, that uh, aspect of the streets to where it's like, yeah, people don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, nah. They'd rather go out sad, which is crazy when you think about it. Like, yeah. all right, now you're going to shoot someone on camera. Right. You're going to waste your whole fucking life. Right. You're going to make someone else lose their life. Yeah. Man, just take that beating, or you don't even know if you're going to take the beating. Man, you this might shit, get your lick. This shit's so crazy to the point where, like, niggas be doing shit to let social media know what they done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. Like, you got niggas that claim bodies. You know what I'm saying? In, in so many words, you know what I mean? Y'all mm -hmm. acting like y'all killed this person or when y'all beefing with this person, if something happened to this person, you claiming that, like, and you don't think the, the people looking at that, you don't think, you know what I'm saying, that shit getting reported to the police, you don't think they gonna, that shit going right in their folder and their portfolio in, in their uh, investigations. You know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely, Yeah, man. they moving, they moving crazy. Social media got the, the whole world moving crazy right now. Nah, absolutely, because when I was coming up, people in the streets, you couldn't even take a picture of them. Yeah. They didn't want no pictures unless they was at like a club or yeah, some shit. Yeah, buy pictures and shit. Yeah, but besides that, you was not going to be able to pull up, take a picture. Now you got people flashing guns, they flashing money, they yeah. flashing, they advertising that they selling drugs on their story and shit. Yeah. When you think about it, it's like, man, where, where the fuck did we go wrong to where this is acceptable? Right, you and then you ask yourself like, God damn, like I know the police be laughing like a motherfucker. They job so easy now. <laughs> It's like shit, all you gotta do is check stories and check posts. You gonna find out who did what. You gonna see it on live. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Niggas is like they niggas incriminating themselves like a motherfucker. Like, if you wanna know who got the pills and the weed and all that shit there, just look at niggas' stories, cause they gonna they gonna post it on their stories. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's a difference in era, it's a difference in time, but 
You know, like I say, you know, a person like me, bro, I just be trying to like provide that solidarity so somebody can pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I know everybody not gonna pick it up because solid solidarity is not the trend in the mm-hmm. world right now. You know what I'm saying? Being flaw is the trend, being being cutthroat is the trend, being snake is the trend. So you know what I'm saying? You know, running off on the plug and all that shit, that's the trend now. Not keeping it solid with your plug. If you do got a plug, if you yeah. going that route in life and, and keeping your face clean and paying the money that you owe so you could continue to make money, niggas would rather do the slime shit for a quick dollar. Now you got to watch it back. It's just all fucked up. Yeah, it's like, why would you want to live like that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And it, it's kind of even spilling over to the music. Like, you hear it in the drill music where, you know, everyone wants to diss the ops. Yeah. They're dead and shit. It's like... What's your thoughts on that? Because I feel like, man, that they going too far with this. On that dissing the dead shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that shit going too far, bro. Like, but that's the thing. This is West. This how the devil work, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they gonna keep this in the dead, and then the people that have the people that are the uh, family of the victims, the people that's the friends of the victims. You know what I'm saying? They automatically, that put them in another mind frame when they see you, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when they see you, it ain't gonna be no talking. It ain't gonna be no, cause you, you, you laughing and joking about somebody they just lost to gun violence and, and, and bloodshed. So now they want their lick back. Yeah. In every way you can think of. So when they see you, here we go again. So now we got an ongoing cycle of this. Yeah. This person died from that side. This person died from that side. They ha ha ki ki and all your fuck, go dig your partner up and all that there. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like you really can't stop it. If you really want to be for real, you can't stop it. Like we can sit here and preach all day saying, oh, stop the violence. You know what I'm saying? Put the guns down. You know what I'm saying? We can say that shit and hopefully, I guess people say that shit in, in hopes to, to get a few people to listen. Mm-hmm. Because the masses ain't gonna listen. How he gonna listen when his dog just got his head blowed off? He want that back. How you gonna listen? So it's almost like telling everybody, I know your partners got killed, man, on this side. I know your partners got killed on this side, but we gotta stop this, man. Them niggas, they'll listen to you probably while they sober, when they get on them drugs and get turned up and listen to whatever they listen to riding around with them with that fire on them, they gonna spin right through that same hood they got a problem with. Nah, that's Every- everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every Friday night, every Saturday night, it's gonna be the same old shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like you can't stop it. You just gotta grab who you can grab, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and go from there. Yeah, it's like if you can reach one person. Then that's something. That's something. That's better than nothing. Absolutely. That's how you gotta look at it, because you're not gonna grab the masses, bro. Not when people are dying. Now, if nobody was dying, it was, it was just fights here and there. Yeah. Like, Which is okay. That's like the shit we grew up on. Right. Like that's it was, why it was easier. Yeah. That's why it was easier to squash beefs when we was growing up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But now, man, if a nigga get plucked, they want that back. They, they, you can talk your head off. They gonna try to get that back. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like it seems like it's continuing down. It's trickling down to the next generation because it's like, man, you killed my uncle, you killed my pops. Now right. it's now it's up with you, me, with and your whole your, family and your kids and shit. It's yeah. just generational. You know what I'm saying? It's generational, bro. That's exactly what it is. You that's know what I'm shit wild, man. Generational curse, bro. Amongst our people, you know what I'm saying? Amongst black people, amongst the world, period. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What type of impact would you say the music has on that? Or is the music just a reflection of what's going on? Yeah, the music got an impact on it. The music just helped keep it going. But the music is a reflection. Like, me as an artist, 
I'm not one of them people that'll sit back and say, oh, you got to stop making this kind of music. No, because niggas going to talk about what they've been through. Mm -hmm. That's what makes hip hop real. So if you got somebody that done been shot up or got somebody like an artist that done been shot up or been to prison or been abused when they was young or whatever the case may be that they went through or they have relatives that been through that kind of shit, they're going to speak from their point of view. So you can't really tell a person don't keep it real in their music, and, but, in, but in, in the same token, turn around and say, oh, I only want to fuck with that real shit. You can't say you want real shit and then tell a nigga, yeah, very don't true. talk about what they've been through. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. So if a nigga talking about selling drugs, like even when you go back to the NWA days and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? They, all them boys was doing, they was, they was calling it gangster rap at that time and like trying to ban it. You know what I'm saying? But all them boys really was doing was like, showing the world what the fuck is going on that y'all really trying to shun mm -hmm. and y'all really helped put us in these conditions and fucked us up like this and then when we talk about it it's like nah shut the fuck up don't <laughs> talk about it you know what i'm saying yep right now nah, that's very true man right. and now you're seeing rappers getting hit with ricos mm -hmm. um they're using their lyrics against them in court they're using their social media against right. them in court um so first off do you feel like lyrics should be used against somebody in court because when you think about it it's all entertainment i don't feel like they should be used but i i see why they being used because again it's real you know what i'm saying if the streets know who, who a rapper talking about in particular like say a rapper take a, any rapper for example and he say some shit that really happened and then his homeboys know that shit happened right so then they gonna tell the little chicks they fuck with this shit. Yeah, you know on that song he talking about so and so right and then that shit just gonna trickle through the streets and then you know when it, once the streets know it who else know it the police know it. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after the police know that shit, that shit gonna get put in a file. When it's time for y'all ass to get investigated, when it's time for whatever charges to get brought down, this, oh yeah, you said this on this song, and this shit really had happened though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like you saying some shit that, it ain't like you like a fucking uh, movie director or some shit and you saying some false shit, nigga, you, that shit you said in that song really happened. You know what I'm saying? That's how they looking at it. Oh, yeah. we, we, we know the day we had to, you know what I'm saying? We got the reports on when we had to come out and, you know what I'm saying, yellow tape this bitch off and this this happened and you had spoke on that, you know? Yeah. And we got witnesses that was around you, you know what I'm saying, when the shit happened and they said that's what you're talking about in this song. Real shit. That's how that shit goes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like someone's going to roll over. Right. Someone's not going to want to do that time that gets picked up on it. Yeah. And they're they're going to be happy to say some shit yeah. just to get off of that shit, too. Yeah, that's like, man, in, in, in anything, like, you ever had, like, I know you have. You got a circle of friends, right? Uh, one of them niggas going to hate on you for something. Somebody going to get jealous of you for something. Or let's say you, let's say... What's a good example? In, your, in a school you go to, you ever just been hated on by somebody for no reason? Somebody oh, yeah. just don't like you for, that's how the world is. Mm -hmm. So you got niggas that got these crews and everybody seeming like they gang and everybody seeming like they, it's all love and we get money together, we bang together, we do all this shit together and it's this brotherly love shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's somebody feeling some kind of way by something in the cut, you know what I'm saying? All the time. Real shit. So when the shit hit the fan, these are all the emotions that's gonna come back up. Whether it be, oh, we all got a case together. All them niggas got lawyers, I don't got one. Shit like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or them niggas bond out, they ain't bond me out. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, it could be anything, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the nigga fucked the bitch I like. You know, some hoes came around one time and 
we all had the hoes and I liked it the bitch. He knew I liked it the bitch, but the bitch liked it him and he just gonna fuck the bitch. It could be anything, bro. Yeah. These niggas really be hoes out here. So somebody gonna flip in any situation when, when a whole crew, when a whole crew get fucked up, some, somebody gonna flip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's inevitable, bro. It's not gonna be, I've never seen, and I done seen the greatest do it, nigga, from BMF to Boosie them to, you know, I done seen the greatest do it, bro. And like, even in, in, in Tampa, the, the, the largest and most colossal crews that was getting money and doing their thing, I done seen niggas really take it to the next level. And then it's somebody who's not gonna keep it solid as the, uh, the image of that crew was mm -hmm. set to keep it solid. Somebody not gonna live to the code. Yeah, there's always one weak link in there. Right. And that's all it takes to fall, because once you start giving that inside information, that's, that's it. all they need. That's it. And you don't never know what a nigga going through. You know what I'm saying? He might have a chick out here that he fucked up by, right? So we all get fucked up. He thinking about some pussy and who she finna be fucking while he locked up. So he like, man, I can't go back to jail. I just did some time. I ain't, nah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no telling what a nigga thinking as to where, you know, what'll make a nigga fold like that. But it's gonna be something. Even in the mob days, man, them niggas was telling. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been going on forever. And I never seen one crew. The only time I saw some shit where everybody kept it solid was that biker, that big old biker shit. I saw shit. that shit, yeah. It was like 99 of them got arrested. That was crazy, yeah. And like, they all got off because no one talked. Nobody said nothing, but that's that's like 1%. One in a time, million, right? You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That shit wild. Yeah. So, you know, considering all that for these new artists that's coming in, because, you know, most new artists, when they come in, if they're a street artist, they still got one foot in the streets. Right. So would you recommend for them to be, like, fully out of the streets before they go with the music? And is that a hard thing to let go? Because that's probably your main source of income at the time. Um, speaking from somebody who had one foot in the streets and one foot in the music, it's kind of hard. And it's... Uh, it's a challenge, you know what I'm saying? And like, when I, when I came to my crossroad, when it was time for me to kind of cut the streets off and just focus on rap, you know, I got a, like a strong God-fearing, praying mama, you know what I'm saying? And my mama, like, when she talks, she strike fear in me because she speak that God in a nigga, you feel me? And she got these big ass eyes and she, when she look at you, bro, it's like dead serious, it's go time, like it's about, she speaking, it's like God be talking to you, you know what I'm saying? And um. She was like, you gonna have to just let it go. You like, you can't straddle the fence. I, I said, Ma, but I'm gonna be broke. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be fucked up out here. Like, I can't be out here without no money. I'm gonna be broke. I can remember staying with my mama, I'm punching the wall and shit. I'm mad as hell, cause I done caught a little uh, case. You know what I'm saying? And this was like the second or third one. And I could just kind of see if I keep on in the path that, I, that, I'm, that I'm in, I'm gonna end up going to prison or some shit like that. Just, yeah. that that's just what it is. It's, it's inevitable, you know what I'm saying? So my mama was like, man, you just gotta trust God. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let that shit go and trust God. You might be struggling in the shit for a little bit, but one thing about God, word, he ain't gonna lie to you. You can't make God a lie. That's what she kept saying. You can't make, just call him out on his word and you can't make God a lie. So I sold the last little bit of what I had and I did that shit and I struggled for a little bit, you know? But then after that, that's when cushion cups came and pressure bus pipes and shit. Then I started getting show money and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then my shit been turned up ever since then. I really never looked back since then, but I had to go through that process. The average artist don't want to go through that process because it's hard. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to keep it real with your niggas. You get a little bit of success. You don't want to. You don't want to make niggas feel like you leaving them out or you flowing them out. You want to, you know what I'm saying? Like include niggas in what you're doing, knowing these niggas still got 
street shit and shit that you don't need to like be around. They got that type of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? So you stick around that shit and then that's how bullshit happened to people that it, you know, it shouldn't happen to. That's real. As an artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially in this day and age, because it's like, you know, with social media, you want to keep up that image right. that you still got it. But when you're struggling like that, it's hard to be an artist when you're struggling. Because you gotta you gotta think about your image out there too. And then too, you got these type of niggas that love to do what they rap about. You know what I'm saying? So you got these type of niggas too now. Like you got niggas who don't have to live this life, right? They do shit so they can rap about it. So they can feel like they raps is real. But really, this is not a life for you. You really don't have to do this shit. You can really still make music and do it in a clever way where you like, you know what I'm saying? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You ain't got to be fooled trying to prove a point to the streets. So you got these niggas who do stupid shit just so they can rap about stupid shit <laughs> so is, it can be believable to stupid motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? To people that don't even matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're dealing with that type of shit too. Crash dummies. And that's, and that, it, it okay, now we're talking about basically like clout. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is a hell of a drug, apparently. Oh, that's, this shit worse than crack in the 80s. <laughs> this shit worse than hair run in the 70s, bro. Fucking clout my nigga if i could bag that shit up and, and, and stand on the corner with it you'd be a billionaire what a billionaire if i could bag clout up nigga and stand on the corner my nigga like bro if you could sell that shit if you could monetize clout bro you would be a motherfucker bro because that's the most important thing right now even with grown people it's like not grown people but older people like people who might be my mama age and shit, like just social media period, like people doing things that they normally wouldn't do if there was no social media, if there was no audience that would come on your live and comment and, you know, it's just, it's, it got the world fucked up right now, man. Yeah, and it seems like once you get a taste of it, you just need more and more that's and more it. of that that's shit. That's it, and you'll do anything to get, a lot of people will do anything to get it. Nah, that's real. So that's what separate the boys from the men when it comes to solidarity, because it's like, what, what, what would you, what's your, where you draw the line at for clout? You know what I'm saying? Or where you draw the line at, you know what I'm saying, with your with your standards and shit. Some niggas will do anything to what they to get what they look at as success, but it's really not. Yeah. It's just smoke and mirror. Yeah, because that shit dies out so quick. Right. So it's like if you don't have a follow-up, people yeah. won't forget about you. You turn into a meme at that point. Then guess what? You do some shit and go viral, right? Worst shit ever. Now you 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 got a, a taste of that success, right? And if you're not a solid person. You want that success and that taste again. You tasted that blood. So now you want that blood again. And it felt so good to you and it was so, it was so fulfilling to you that now you willing to do any motherfucking thing. That's why you see these niggas doing all type of lame shit. Oh, yeah. You ever just looked at a nigga page and you like, man, this nigga trying too hard. This shit trying lame. way too hard. Doing these shit. stupid pranks and yeah. doing shit in public. It's like, yeah. bro, you crashing out. Like, right, yeah, like. That, that's, that's what that create, bro. Yeah, it's like they rather have the negative attention than no attention at all. Right. It's Instead like, of getting your brain playing you? together and, and, and regrouping and coming back with another major move type shit. Real shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to trouble, did you ever get a chance to work with them or meet them? Or? Nah, I, I met, bro, uh, on a couple occasions, but I never, I got a DM in my, in my um, Instagram and shit. We was talking, I want to say the week before, the week before that shit happened, oh, shit. Um, I DM'd him and he was coming from out of town somewhere. I want to say that was 
you know what? Nigga, that was the week that shit happened, bro. Hmm. I want to say. Because he was like, I'm coming from out of town. He was like, but I ain't really on that rap shit right now, bro. But I'm going to pull up on you so we can vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was like, you know what I'm saying? You know, he be talking his lingo and shit. He got a whole other type of lingo. <laughs> he got that Atlanta lingo. Yeah. Now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. people don't even understand what the fuck he would be saying after time. Yeah, so bro was like, he going to pull up on me. But we never did get together, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, circumstances didn't permit. But, you know, that, that was a cool nigga. And uh, we had a lot of mutual vibes, you know what I'm saying, as far as what we stand for as, as real ones. You know, for our cities, for our children, you know what I'm saying? I noticed one thing about me on social media, I vibe with a lot of people that I have things in common with, like niggas who real fathers to their kids, niggas who get up yeah. every morning, take their children to school, make sure they dress right, discipline them when they doing wrong with love, you know what I'm saying? And uh, take care of them and provide for them, provide for their women, their mama. Those are the type of, uh, the type of people that I vibe with. Like, I don't, I don't waste too much time chasing behind um, the clout niggas and shit. Like, the mm -hmm. new niggas, that's the clout chasers, and they got the negative shit going. I don't really want to be around that kind of shit. Yeah, you I can't even relate to them either. Yeah, I vibe with niggas like Trouble, niggas like Boosie, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, solid niggas, man, that stand for solid shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, man. I, I'm not attracted to, you know, trying to be around niggas who ain't really solid like that. It don't even blend. It don't look right. It look clownish. And I'm too old for that clown shit. You feel me? Real OG status now, so you know. <laughs> long live the school, man. I'm yeah, long live boy, school, man. man. For real, solid nigga, bro. Solid yeah. nigga. You could just smell it on him from when you first encountered with him. You know what I'm saying? Real long shit. live school, bro. Yeah. Have you been able to talk to uh, uh, Duval since his accident? Yeah, I talked to that bitch. He didn't want to Facetime because you know I was gonna get on his ass. He ain't <laughs> shaved and shit, looking ugly and stink. <laughs> How's he holding up though, man? He's How's fake. he doing? That shit looks serious. I ain't gonna lie. It's it like fucked up. I said, man, bitch, you need to turn that shit into a reality show. Turn your whole healing the whole recovery, process, your yeah. whole recovery into a reality show. Um, I tried to FaceTime him. He ain't answered the FaceTime, but he called me back on the regular phone. <laughs> I said, yeah, you don't want me to get on your ass right now, bitch. You ain't want me to look at you like that. <laughs> Well, he's straight though, man. You know, Duval gonna bring the best out of any situation. Yeah. That's one person I just never seen, like, can't nothing bother him. This is like a really an unbothered person. Like, this nigga is unbothered. I never seen him upset by nothing. Hmm. Whatever it is, it just is. He, he, that's how he gonna, hit the, he gonna hit that paper blunt. It is what it is. <laughs> it's like any problem he had just goes away, huh? You can't tour it. Like, we got some shit that we said in Tampa. Well, like, if you, if you like, kind of, like, get a bitch off their rocker by some shit that you say to them, or you bother people, like we call that twirling, like mm. that. And then we got some shit that say, you can't twirl a twirler. I'm a twirler, so you can't twirl me, cause bitch, I, I twirl everybody else. <laughs> that, you, can't, you can't twirl that bitch, he's the ultimate twirler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. That's my, that big brother, you know what I'm saying? That's the big homie. Yeah, I hope he bounced back and he, you know, get yeah. back at it. It looked like he was having the summer of his life. Man. Yeah, nah, that's the thing. That nigga just live, bro. Like, he just traveled. He loved, he loved traveling, he loved to be out there on that water, the jet skis, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? The airplanes and shit, that nigga love that shit. He like a big ass, he just like a, well, he's not a big ass. He's, <laughs> he's shaped like a kid, and he really lived his life like a real kid, for real. Yeah, because wasn't he on a four-wheeler during the accident? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, he busted himself up pretty bad. He told me that a lady, a lady didn't see him uh, I think he was making a turn and the lady was coming, oncoming or something like that and she didn't see him. Oh, and shit. she clipped him and, you know. Fucked him now. up, yeah. Yeah. 
That's crazy, man. Bounce back, Duval. We miss you out here, man. Yeah. Um, talk about your relationship with Kodak, man. Oh, Kodak, that's, that's the young homie, man. Kodak, the, uh, me and him kind of like started vibing off of, um, and shout out to my nigga Psycho Bob, too. Yeah. Um, me and Psycho got a good relationship, too. Uh, Free Psycho, by the way. Uh, me and Kodak kind of just caught a vibe, because when he was in prison, I wrote him. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was saying some, some good shit to him, and I kind of was telling him, like, you know, uh, I wish I was one of the niggas that was around him, you know what I'm saying, to kind of like tell him some of that shit he don't want to hear sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I wish I was with you when you was on the road, you know what I'm saying? The first, for that first couple waves, you know, to kind of like help you, you know, because I'm an older nigga than him, you know what I'm saying? And um, he's a very powerful young man, you feel me? I, I, I respect him, but you know what I'm saying? You know, when you older, you got more wisdom, yeah. you know? and you got shit that you can share with people because you got more life experience. And I kind of want to just, I told him I wish I was around him to kind of help guide him. But I also told him, you know, God wasn't done with him yet. And then look what he did, he came out. And that's when he took flight with the super gremlin and all that shit, oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, not confirmation of what I said, but I was just telling him, I, I, I knew what was going to happen. He was going to shake back out of that situation and, and, you know, become successful again and get everything that he lost plus more, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But that's my nigga. He always hit me back. You know what I'm saying? We just ain't really had that chance to really like rub shoulders for real. You know what I'm saying? But I know when it when it when the time permit itself. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna fuck around like you know heavy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Probably I know y'all put down some shit. shit right there, man. Yeah. Um, when he got arrested recently, yeah. uh, he made a statement like you know with everything that he does for the community because we all know he he gives back a lot whether he publicizes it or not. Yeah. That you know he feels like the police shouldn't hassle him over, you know, expired plates and tents, you know, stuff like that. W what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, cause I feel like that about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if I get pulled over, you know, humans fuck up or humans make mistakes or whatever the case may be. But if y'all know, if you know, if you know this man, you know, bring more good than bad to the community, you know, it should be some type of uh, some type of way he can wiggle up out some shit. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, that's not the reality that we that we face in these days and times. You know what I'm saying? When you become a um, a person of stature like that, you become a target for headlines for other uh, walks of life. So if you know the police, they need they highlights too. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like a football player needs stats. Just like a rapper need numbers and streams and shit, man. The police need they highlights. They don't want to keep arresting regular motherfuckers. If they can get a motherfucker like him, they gonna get him and put that bitch in the paper. Like, look what we did. You know what I'm saying? Same type of shit. That, that's just, you know, it was just some scoreboard shit, you know. Yeah. But on the back end, on the back end, I think he done so much for his community that that's why he always kind of bounced back out of situations because there's always somebody in his corner that's gonna say, hey, nah, I don't think we should do it like that. You know what I'm saying? To that magnitude, I think we should, you know, uh, spank him a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? You know, let him, let him slide. Yeah, especially for something so petty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like expired plates and- And then too, he's so busy and shit probably, he probably didn't even know the fucking tag nah, was expired. Who else? That was somebody else and probably in charge posted, renewed that motherfucking tag. Nigga got so many cars, they can't keep up with that shit though. You know, it's, you know, telling, you just don't never know. You know what I'm saying? Real shit, man. Yeah. Um, Megan Thee Stallion went viral the other day when she said she paid $250,000 for a feature from Future. Well, shout out to that nigga Future. <laughs> that nigga Future bad, bitch, 250? 
I don't even think they shot a video. Did they shoot a video for that song? I that feel like they a, did it. That's gonna be another two fifty. You know no, what I'm saying? No, no, like the video, gotta, the video worth more than the verse. Yeah, real shit. That's, that's be, my time, man. That's gonna be a half. So by the time he, unless that was a package deal, he might have said, "Huh, go on, give me two fifty. I'm gonna do the video and the verse." Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, because if he did, bitch, that's that's a jug right there. Yeah, that's gonna be that nigga two fifty for the verse. I don't even think he posted the song. One time for future, bitch. I can't wait that I can charge a bitch a quarter million dollars for a fucking verse. Kiss my ass. Tom, what's the most you ever spent on the feature, if you can uh, The most it? I spent on a feature? Yeah. I don't know, because I don't be, I let niggas know out the gate. Hey, this shit out the mud, partner. So, <laughs> and I know most of your should be organic, too. Like, yeah, it's organic. And then the, if I do have to spend some money with you, that's going to be organic, too. It's gonna be some, but not the price of like groceries organic, or that's more expensive. But I'm talking about Mr. <laughs> yeah, you. This gonna be some brotherly love shit. If I have to pay you for a feature, goddamn it, it's gonna be bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be a to I, we call it a love offering. Yeah. So like, if it's a nigga who doing his thing and you a little above me trying to holler at you on some like, nah, let's swap out markets type shit. That's the shit I thought Future and Megan would do. Like, you just swap out a verse. You know what I'm saying? Because she's got a lot of clouds. She's got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. But that but, man was like, nah. Yeah, because I, I mean, the thing is, is, he at the status where it's like, I mean, if we don't do the song, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna make or break me whether we do the bitch or not. So <laughs> basically, it's just about how I feel at this point. So let me get them 250 at you. Get them 250. Yeah, what I thought was funny was like, he made them pay in cash too. And cash, cash, like they had to go get the two fifty and bring it to him or his manager or whatever. Man, bad, but two fifty goals. Shout out the future. Though. Shout out the future. <laughs> <laughs> they said city boys up after that one. Mm. We went up a thousand. No, we went up ten thousand points after that. <laughs> Real shit, man. Did you watch the Irv Gotti on Drink Champs interview? Yeah, I seen that shit, man. I seen that shit. Irv just got a new deal for some shit, right? What? Bro, he got like, what was it, 200 million or I don't want to say the number wrong, but it was 100 million or something. So for that kind of paper, what the fuck am I still like? But I know what it was, though. Did, let me tell you something. This shit here? <laughs> yeah, Nori going to have you right on the, on the podcast. Because you know they, they taking shots. I, I, I didn't watch it like tight enough to know exactly what Irv was drinking and all that shit there. But I know when you on Drink Champs, that's what you do. You yeah. drinking. So, but I know Nori liked to take shots of vodka, uh, tequila and shit. Mm -hmm. And he liked to drink the champagne. They probably mixing it. And I noticed Irv was smoking, too. Oh, yeah. He was lit. Yeah, that's a hell of a combination. But that should have make a nigga say what he really feeling. <laughs> It's been over. 20 years. You think he's still not over that shit with Ashanti? Well, sometimes some, some pussies will make you 20 years that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then all this shit came out that he was married during that time. Well, sometimes 20 years, but 20, you know, it's some, it's, some, it's some vaginas out there that'll make you hold on to it for 20 years until we get some, some closure. <laughs> Yeah, that man has no I've been with my wife 20 years, shit. I, you know, hey, somewhere worth 20 years. <laughs> he, still, he just ain't let that go. Now, that was the thing that threw me off. You got a whole wife the whole time. So, the nigga must be in some good control of his house, for real. Nah, for real. For him to even be able to speak like that. Because, bitch, my wife from West Town. Well, shit. they divorced now. Oh, yeah. But at the time, they was married. My wife from the project, West Temple. 
You not finna, uh-uh. you not finna acknowledge no other woman on national TV, and bitch. Fuck that. Leave that shit alone. Don't bring her up. So he, yeah, some some controlling going on. Some good controlling. Nah, that shit wild, man. Yeah. Um, but shout out to him too for that that deal. But if I was him, you know what I'm saying, I I focus more on that shit. You see, Ja Rule, Ja Rule was like, nigga, shut the fuck up, nigga. Yeah. Like, we just got paid, man. Yeah, you tripping? Yeah, because I think he sold his masters. And then, like, out in advance for some future shit, too. Yeah. He had to get that out, though. Maybe he'll leave it alone. Nah, he put it out to the world. <laughs> yeah, that shit was on his chest. It must have been, yeah. Because, yeah. like we said, 20 years later, yeah. you still feeling that way? Shanti, uh, Shanti got that 20-year package. Apparently. Evidently. Shout out to her. <laughs> uh, what'd you think of the R. Kelly news? Um, you know, first off, him getting sentenced, and then them taking all the money he had in his prison fund because he owed the court some money. Right. So my thing is, are they going to take that and convert it into a payment? They well, gonna, I would think so. I mean, you could. Yeah. Because it's, it's real USD. So, yeah, you could take that. I, got, I mean, I don't feel like, shit, he probably don't need number $500 at, you know, all, like, consistently in that motherfucker. So I yeah, doubt he, he 28000 in there. 28 Gs in that bitch. 28 G's. That's got to last you a long time in there, right? Yeah. But even if he got from the stories I hear from my homeboys and shit, you know what I'm saying, that I'm been to prison and shit, because I ain't never been. But, you know, I hear I done been around that shit all my life and hear so much shit about it, you know what I'm saying? So I got a full understanding on it. Man, that nigga be straight with $500 just, you know what I'm saying, consistently in his shit, he going to be straight. And whoever, whoever extorting him and protecting him or whatever, he going to be able to take care of them off that shit too. He'll be all right. Real yeah. <laughs> what you think of the Brittany Griner sentence? They want her to coach basketball over there. I just Bro, read. I just saw. I I couldn't tell if that was real or not. Nah. <laughs> like, wait, what? They want her to coach the team now? Hey, when I read that shit, I said, oh, that's why. <laughs> Bro, they is tripping. <laughs> they want her to coach basketball over there. Know what I'm saying? But nah, the funniest shit is when I seen Trump talking about that shit. Trump was like. We should have put that in this interview too. That nigga was like, so Trump just funny as fuck, bro. Like, He's I got no fuck. filter, man. I'll go for what a bitch say, but Trump funny as fuck. That nigga would say, so so we wanna trade out a basketball player for a mass murderer. You know what I'm saying? He talking about this dude who they wanna trade for. You know yeah, what they saying? want the arms dealer and yeah. I think like a murderer too. Yeah, the, the motherfucker who done killed like six thousand motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? They wanna trade her for them. You know what I'm saying? And Trump basically was saying she ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That shit crazy. Yeah, but it's like the pressure is on Biden. You got to do something to get her home. Yeah. Because I feel like the public pressure is like, man, you can't let her sit there Biden for nine just, years for weed. Biden, Biden just ain't giving me president, bro. Like he, he, he could fall asleep and be re he like fucking up on the teleprompters and shit. Bro, it's like every day he going viral for fucking some shit up. We know this shit already rigged up and like, it's a, it, we playing y'all game anyway. Whatever y'all say, we playing the game, right? But you just let us know we playing the game for sure because you fuck up on teleprompters. You don't seem sincere at all. You just fucked up. Like, how are we supposed to like be led by a motherfucker who don't even know what to tell us for real? He just like reading shit and fuck up. It's like, this nigga, like he had the MTV awards on the teleprompter, he just fuck up. Yeah, he just reading everything on that bitch. This nigga fucked up, right? You know what I'm saying? This nigga be falling asleep, falling over. 
fell off the bike and shit. This shit crazy. Like, God damn, man. On that, on that aspect, it kind of it kind of make you appreciate goddamn Trump a little better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And definitely Barack. You know what I'm saying? Definitely Barack, but I don't know about Biden, bro. Yeah. So you got this Poison movie about to drop, man. Talk yeah. to us about this. Like, what was the, you know, what's the plot for this movie? What, so, what should we expect? So uh, I got a song called Poison Pussy, and it's about uh, me and one of my partners that came up together, you know what I'm saying? We was getting money together. I treated him good, showed him love, you know what I'm saying? And he kind of crossed me out by some paper. So when I, when I cross him, when I double cross him out, you know what I'm saying? He sent a chick at me because he know this is what I love, the women. You know what I'm saying? So he sent a chick at me and then, you know, the chick gorgeous. She, she everything I be looking for, you know what I'm saying? And um, she get up under me because this one of his chicks that, this one of his chicks that I never met. You know, as homeboys, you know, niggas gonna bring their girls around so mm-hmm. they can let you know which one's off limits and all that there. You know how homeboys got rules. But this this particular one here in the movie, he never brought her around. So it was easy for him to sick her on me, knowing that I was gonna be attracted to her so he can like set me up for the kill. You know what I'm saying? Take everything I got off me, X me out type shit. Yeah. So that's what the movie about. And I end up, I end up getting a uh, confirmation on her being flawed while he was in prison because he was running his mouth to somebody in prison. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> you said don't take too much info. Yeah, they got to see the movie, you know what I'm saying? Labor Day weekend, tap in, man. We're so, going to do a big movie premiere in Tampa, you know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, what is it, September 2nd? Yeah. September 2nd, we gonna, I got the movie theater. It hold like 200 motherfuckers. Okay. We're going to let the city come out, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the movie. We're going to do a red carpet style. People can pull up after the movie, like on the red carpet, and you know we're gonna have people interviewing, uh, you know, the viewers, asking what they think about the movie and shit like that. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna make it real red carpet style. No, that's hard. And then after that, you can you can uh, download it to your uh, whatever device you're watching it on from a website for a fee. Okay. You know cool. what I'm saying? And we're gonna be on Amazon too. Yeah. Oh, that's hard right there. Yeah. Yeah. How long did you work on this movie for? We know this is not an overnight nah, thing. It would have been. It would have been faster than what it was but we be working on so much shit that sometimes we get sidetracked like we we just open up a studio and shit in the city you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um i work on the, the music and we be traveling and doing so much shit to like we kind of like we take shit and be like okay let's do let's put this time into this for this for this time frame then let's go to this and then we're gonna work on this we're gonna put a little sauce on this then we're gonna go to this you know what i'm saying and then we'll keep coming back to everything until we finish shit that's how we did the book now we're doing the movie. It took me like two years though. True. But it really should have only took six months maybe. Yeah. But just with that extra time that we took, you know, doing other shit, it put like a two year span on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you're more prepared for the next one if you do shit. Oh yeah, next one, nigga. We knocking that shit out in two weeks. <laughs> I want a whole crew, everything, trailers. <laughs> we gonna spend a little more money, everything. Like, yo, that shit gotta be done in two weeks. And then I'm talking about the shooting part and then edit it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll give y'all a month for that. For sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you in the studio with T.I.? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Rocco, man. Yeah. Boy, you linking up with some legends here. But like I said, that go back full circle to what I said. I like to be around, like, the, the OGs and shit. Like, I like to be around substance, man. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like Kodak and them and shit, I feel like Kodak is substance. He a, he a real nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't like to just be around anybody who got a buzz, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it don't matter if you're young. That shit don't matter to me. Like a lot of people put time frames on rappers. A lot of people put time frames on the rap game. If you're a certain age, then they kind of try to shun what you got going on or and like. Rap's like the only genre that does that too. Right, because the country singers, the rock and roll singers, all they these tour until they damn near dead. Years old and yeah. Shit. yeah, like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Gospel singers, everybody tour till they, till they uh, older. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like old to where they can't do it no more. And they crowd supports them up until that point. Mm-hmm. But here we go with rap. Niggas is disrespecting Jeezy now and like disrespecting T.I. Like the status and the shit these niggas work hard for because they older, bro. So they like, I ain't getting it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of make it my business to go against the grain and fuck with the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Because I want niggas to do that to me when I get older. Like, you know what I'm saying? Damn enough 50 years old and shit. I want a nigga to still kind of like look at me like, nah, we got to fuck with Tom. You know what I'm saying? That's why I still reach back to even locally, like with the legends like Rated R and Tampa Tony and all them from the city. I don't, I don't shun them boys. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas put in work and they gonna get their credit and get their flowers for that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why niggas, you know, this 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 new generation do that. And I hate to be saying the new generation shit, but sometimes sh- certain shit gotta get addressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't tell a bitch they wrong, they'll never like really contemplate what they doing and, and, and rethink it. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, support your OGs, bro. The niggas who put that shit down before you, the niggas who put the influence in your city to put the influence in your, you know what I'm saying, in your town, in your mute, your, your artistry, support them niggas, bro. You know what I'm saying? Support them niggas. We got to change the narrative with hip hop, bro. You know what I'm saying? I still love Jay-Z, still love Nas. It don't matter if them niggas get 60 years old, they legends. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna forever be respected for the work they put in. Real shit, because so many times these artists die so young and then they get their flowers. Yeah. So it's like, man, we gotta give these people these flowers while they still here, man. Yeah, yeah, like I see a lot of niggas be saying little shit, like nigga, like, nigga don't even go there. Nigga, Wayne is the GOAT. Don't even go there. But I understand the gap. If so they didn't live during that era, they didn't see They don't it. know it. You know what I'm saying? But that's why the people that's relevant to the younger generation can kind of help close that gap. Like, like people like me that's relevant, that lived in that era, you know what I'm saying, and witnessed that shit and still is relevant to the younger people from your, from your sections and you, you know what I mean? We can still help push that narrative like, nah, nigga, you, nah, you gotta fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta fuck with that. And I do notice some young niggas, they be taking like, the older songs and sampling them, I'm, I'm noticing oh, yeah. that. I'm noticing that. Some of them got the love for the older shit. You know what I mean? I fuck with it. Yep. And some, sometimes these rappers, they sample it. Like, the producer's the one that sample it. Yeah. Rappers don't even be knowing what the fuck they Yeah, they don't on. even be knowing. They be like, God damn, do you even know what you rapping on? After, after the song blow up and they like, oh, that was that song? You know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> I fuck it. with my brother so hard, because shit, I set him down to a computer when he was like 13. And this nigga know all type of shit that like I growed up on, like an old school shit that my daddy them came up on and was playing and shit. I just passed it down to him. I used to sit in front of the computer when YouTube first popped off. What YouTube popped off like what? Like 09, 08? I mean, yeah, I think it came out 04, 05, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't popular till like probably 2006, 2007. Type shit. So yeah. I sit my little brother down every night. Know what I'm saying? And school him and school him and school him. So now when you listen to his music, you can see the influence because I put it in him. You know what I'm saying? So you do have certain artists that have that appreciation for that shit. But then you got some of them, they just don't 
I guess you can't respect what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? I get it though. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. So you working on the new album right now? Yeah, I'm working on a bunch of shit. Me and Bolo, uh, shout out to Bolo, uh, multi-platinum producer. Yes, sir. Um, from Tampa, Florida. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and Bolo, we got a project that we had dropped years ago called Man of the Hour. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now we doing Man of the Hour part two. And that's the one that T.I. gonna be on, Rocco gonna be on. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we finna like really drop some pressure. And I'm going, I'm going back into that like, on this on this particular project, I'm going back into that flow, like that Tom flow that the the day one motherfuckers that was fucking with me, like when I first dropped like uh that flow. I'm going into that type of flow, you know what I'm saying, with like the people that appreciated that flow, they can fuck with this project right here. It ain't gonna be about the the popular um the popular production and shit like mm -hmm. what what you looking for. It's gonna be what I'm giving you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like a real, a real genuine you know what I'm saying, uh, project. Okay. This fall, this summer, winter time, what you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking fall. Okay. What's this month? August. So yeah, summer's almost over. So I'm, I'm thinking um, September okay. or, or early October. Okay, so yeah. real soon then. Yeah. Bet. Then after that, man, I got, man, bro, I was just going through my phone the other day, bro, I got like a hundred songs, I, I just ain't released it. <laughs> like. I, well, I did put out a Verified. That's yeah. the tape I did with Ferrari Simmons. I put that out like two months ago. But I got so much music, bro. When I do my audio dump, nigga, it's over with. I'm going to do like Gucci did in 2006, nigga, when he just put out 300 songs, nigga, and just let motherfuckers shit. pick shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to like something. Yeah. Oh, that's real. All right, Tom, you got a shout-out you'd like to give before we wrap it up here, bro? Nah, man, you know, every time, shout-out to God, man, you know. Shout out to the big God, man, you know, who make all things possible, you know what I'm saying, who provide the strength and the mind frame, you know, for an individual like me to move through, you know, how I move through and stay relevant and, you know what I'm saying, stay blessed this long, you feel me? Everybody don't last this long, you feel me? To be able to, you know, share some knowledge on the, on the younger generation, bro, and, you know, and be that pillar, that beacon of light for my city, you know what I'm saying, my region. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? You always showing love, bro. Shout out to DGB. What you built over here is beautiful, my brother. Appreciate it. You know that, what I'm saying? Man. I'm loving it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my team, my staff, my dog Johnny Pete, though. You know what I'm saying? We good cop, bad cop. So when you trying to book me, I'm going to let you call the bad cop. <laughs> I'm the good cop. <laughs> Got to handle that business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, man, you know, we just, we working, bro. The movie on the way, the book is out. Go to TomG813.com. Get my book, you know what I'm saying? Process and Purpose, um, movie on the way, a lot of music on the way, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sway, where he got new projects on the way. Man, we just, we, we at it, bro. You know what I'm saying? We just at it. We don't even know how to start, bro. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how to start. Sure. Get money first and family second, cause without the first one, we can't function. Remember them days at the hot ass park?